Yes, people, it's episode 138 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, how you all doing? You good? You well? Um, I'm I'm in Bournemouth. I'm in Bournemouth. Almost in Terry, that thinking you already knew, but I just realised this is a podcast. It's going to come out on Sunday or Monday, whenever I post it. But it's Friday. Early recording. So if anything crazy happens on the weekend and I don't talk about it, then, well, now you know why. Okay? But, uh, yeah. Here we are in Bournemouth, ready for funny business. And if you look on my Instagram, well, I guess the timing's going to be all wrong. It's uh, it's an interesting hotel. Cheap hotel. I paid £41. £41. The room costs. <laughs> uh, and tell you what, I'll get into Get dropped off at this place. As I can tell you the name of the hotel now, because by the time it's posted, I'll be gone. But what if I say something so slanderous that they try to sue me? Nah, this place doesn't have a legal team. <laughs> well, look, I get here, and the, ven- uh, the place is fine. It's close to the venue. I get into the lift, and uh, it says, um, well, sorry, I'm checking. Guy says you're in room 16. I'm not brilliant, so that's the first floor. Stands to reason, that's how hotels are numbered. No, 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 no. Room 16's on the third floor. That's it, floor three is room 16 let, let me let me read the room directory that i see in the lift i'm like he's got to have made a mistake or maybe maybe there's only like 20 rooms in this hotel no no floor one fountain bar so that's minus one fountain bar oh there's a basement let's explore floor zero or ground floor in most other countries but whatever floor zero uh is rooms one to one a and dining room and reception floor one Rooms 31 to 37. Oh, there's only three floors. Maybe the, the lower numbers are on the top, but there's a room one on zero, so no, it can't be right. Oh, let's try to put some logic to this. Floor two. Floor, uh, rooms two ah, to 15, eh? And rooms 40 to 49. Huh? And the solarium. I don't know what solarium is. And then floor three. Rooms 16 to 29. And 51 to 59. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what this numbering is, but it, it's the numbering they've chosen. I, I respect their choices. <laughs> I respect their choices, man. They've got the no jump bars on the window so you don't kill yourself staying in this place. Um, This is a not a place to kill yourself. The TV make is Acura. The, I think that's the kind of TV brand you buy from like Lidl, right? I'm not shitting on people's TV brands, but I mean, I feel like they don't specialise in TV production, audiovisual. I feel like they'll make anything that has wires. We'll build a car. We'll build a plane. TV, remote control, radiator, radiators have wires. We'll build that too. And uh, then, you know, the bathroom, very tiny. Very tiny. You walk into the bathroom and you walk into the bath. Toilet's just wedged between the bath and the wall. And then the sink's just opposite. I mean, it's all you need for a room of one person, except for there's four beds in here. It's an absolute party room where no party will happen. <laughs> 
I'll literally check out at 10.30 and if my train's at 10.30, I'm not, not hanging out. Not hanging around. Uh, yeah. But tell you what, insulated, room's bloody warm. Give you that. Give you that, and the room's very warm, yeah. But hey, hey hi, but we're in Bournemouth. Um, I came, had a genius idea because I, I need a haircut so badly. I thought, do what, get my haircut in Bournemouth. So I looked for a black barber, and let's be honest, I wasn't optimistic. But then I found a place. I thought, let me check the reviews, because a lot of people say they're black barbers, but I'll, I'll let the customers be a judge of that. Google review. I'm seeing I'm seeing surnames like Asamoa. I'm seeing first names like Tunde, Jermaine. I'm like, give it five stars. I'm like, okay. The pictures, black mixed race boys. I'm like, brilliant. That's where I'm going. I, I go. I head there. Straight away. And I'm sat there. Half an hour. I'm seeing two little boys get cut in the barbs and there's one barber in there. Now, I know there isn't many black people in this place. I don't imagine there is, but I thought there's a university here and it's a Friday. You might have more than one barber in the shop, but because there's three chairs, I love that in the barber shops. like optimistic. I know it's just I'm a one-man band, but I've got three chairs here. Now there's no other barbers here cutting, but I've got three chairs here. It's just me cutting in the corner, but yeah, there's two chairs. Just give you the full sense of hope that another barber's going to rock in on the evening shift and give you a quick trip. Nah. Nah, not happening. And I'm sat there for half an hour. Right? Half an hour like a fucking mug. Mugu. Mumu. Hey, I don't even look. Full. Easy up why. Sat there for half an hour until someone goes, hey, what's going on to the barber? He goes, yeah, I'm two hours behind, man. So, How does he know he's two hours behind? Oh, no. Then it dawns me. It's appointments, isn't it? But I hold out full sense of optimism just like maybe he's two hours behind his own personal goals and that's what the problem is but no he's two hours behind his appointments he says he points at me goes what time's uh, your appointment bruv I'm like I don't have an appointment he's like oh shit and the four other guys in front just start laughing I'm like oh my god I've been laughed at can't take this <laughs> Don't have the self-esteem for this. So I was went, ah, shit. They go, oh, you just have to wait, man. You can just wait. And I was like, nah, nah, I've got to be on stage. So I'll see you guys later. I knew when I said I've got to be on stage, it made them curious to think, what stage is he going on? Hmm. Is he a celebrity? So I'll tell you what, I will be going on stage tonight. With a fucking hat on. If you're going on stage, with no, oh, jeez. The beard's all over the place. I am looking feral it's not a good look so um but it makes you look more like an everyman because sometimes when i get a haircut I, i'm i'm too good looking to be on stage and it's it's distracting i know i know what i look like on stage i mean guys come there with a girlfriend girlfriend's laughing a bit too much ruining the night for everyone so i, I need to ugly it up on stage and that's that's what i'm doing for the benefit of the night ah <laughs> oh, man but um yeah but trip to Bournemouth short trip when you go by train I usually drive down here but it's three hours and I can't do the three hour drive uh after you know a full day at work it's a six hour drive three hours down three hours back it is long 
can't do it. Won't do it. Shan't do it. Um, but what am I going to talk about? I'll give you my little lowdown about Bournemouth. Um, I think what else happened today with Bournemouth? Nothing really. Nothing. And nothing with a K. Nothing happened today. Um, right, so let's look at my notes. Person next door must be thinking, who is he talking to and why is he not letting them say a word? He has spoke incessantly for 10 minutes. Because um, these walls seem thin. So let's we'll see if we um, see what we hear tonight. <laughs> this is like a grubby rendezvous spot. No one stays here. At the Laguna. Um, right. Let's, uh, let's find it. I've said nothing bad about the hotel. That's the name of it, by the way. Laguna. Um, ah, yes, yeah, nothing. I was on the train down there, actually. What's the... The ship PA is on trades. They're telling me that the train's going to split, but I can't hear if it's saying before Bournemouth or at Bournemouth or after Bournemouth. But it's like... Then you need to be in the first five cards. But if you're the disembarking before the you need to be in the rear five cards. There's a great western southwest trades. There's a food buffet cart in in cabbage. It's like, please spend the money, get a better PA system, because that was annoying the shit out of me. What annoyed me is I sat in a quiet zone, and for the first ten minutes it was just shit PA's. Anyway, I was meant to answer questions that someone posted to me. And I didn't. So shout out to 52 weeks later. Here it comes. Uh, first question he wrote. No, it isn't. It's the second one because it says and another. But it's the one I've ticked and the one I've clicked on. So it's one I'm going to read first. So should posters advertised in an adult horror movie uh, be banned if it scares kids? If so, how would film companies promote their films? Listen, um, it's meant to be a scary film. It's the It movie specifically, Chapter 2. And uh, Chapter 2 banned because they're giving... Yep, yeah, parents want to post of It. Chapter 2 banned because it's giving children's nightmares. Did I say children's? Oh, my. Oh, the children's. Somebody please think of the children's. Um, parents in Australia have made complaints to an advertising standards body about promotional billboard posters for the forthcoming film It Chapter 2, claiming the artwork has been terrifying kids. Um, <laughs> you know when you read a story and it's in quote marks, you've got to say it in the accent of whoever saying it, right? Um, advertising for the film, classified with a MA15 plus age rating in Australia, has cropped up on giant roadside billboards in areas like Brisbane, where some locals have felt best place haven't felt best place for Pennywise's face bearing down on them, especially children. Do you know what? I didn't realise on posters. I thought it was TV stuff, and I was about to say these kids are little bitches. These little nine-year-old, little scared ass bitch. Oh no, but I'm scared. I'm so scared. Mom, why is there a clown on the billboard? I'm scared. It's, why is his teeth so sharp? I'm scared. All right, listen, Billy, stop being a little bitch. Okay, too young to see the film. So you can't, can't scare. It's not real. Fucking bitch. 
you know, behave yourself, then guess what? I'm going to call this clown. It's going to be in your bedroom. Yeah. Anyway, um, Brisbane mother Kelly told Nine News, it just totally freaks them out. Freaks them out. Um, Kelly's daughter Piper explained how the posters featuring Pennywise the clown have given her nightmares. She said, I get really scared because it's hard to go to bed. And when you have a scary picture in your mind, before I go to bed, I have to check the whole room. And when I finally go to bed, I will wake up after a nightmare. Jeez. She checks the whole room. Uh, Listen, as a parent, you just tell them that there's no clown in there. All right? Clown doesn't pay rent. Why would you let a clown live in there for free? All right? Or you use it. You never have to take your kid to the circus. Burst the bubble that Santa Claus exists. There you go. Another mother, Jane Swan, also said her child felt terrified by the poster. She said, some people do enjoy going to a horror movie and that's fine. And that's their choice. And I understand that. But we're not choosing to see this poster. And do what? I kind of have to agree with you there. I like taking a piss out of people. But, um, I mean, if it's a TV advert, it's past nine o'clock, you switch it over. I mean, it's just a poster stuck in traffic and he's just there staring at you. Oof. Driving late at night. Get startled by that. Fuck, you know. Uh, Swan issued a complaint to the Ad Standards arguing that promotion material for the movies with an MA15 rating should be restricted in areas frequented by children. She's not even asked for it to be banned from everywhere. It's just where children are. Do you know what? It's sounding more reasonable. Sounded quite reasonable. However, she was told ad standards generally have no jurisdiction over the placement or timing of advertisements, except when considering the use of language or sex, sexuality or nudity in advertising. And do you fair, do what? What counts as scary? That's the problem. We know what's nudity. We know what violence is. Um, no strong language, but. And sexuality as well. But when it comes to horror, a clown's face, a clown just looking at you. I mean, if you're scared of dogs, a dog staring at you might scare you. So, hey, ban that Lassie remake. They probably will remake Lassie. Why not? Fucking hell. They're going to remake Matrix as well, aren't it? Matrix 4. The fourth instalment, like we needed the second or third. It's. I love that film as well, but. Fuck off with a full film. Speaking at Comic-Con, um, actor James McAvoy, uh, said, who plays Bill Denborough, admitted, I had nightmares about Pennywise quite a lot. The only one I can really remember is I'm lying on my bed, lying on my side in the bed, and he was in bed with me. Sounds homoerotic. Hey, Bill, how about you? Um, Screw that ass up to me. Pennywise clown. You know Pennywise go down. Come on, Bill. Let's get some. <laughs> it says he stroked my back gently and saying, Wake up, James. Wake up. I was terrified, pretending to be asleep. No, he's just like, Hey, James. You awake? I want some of that sweet booty. And the film is based on an iconic novel by Stephen King, uh, with a forthcoming sequel to the 2017 hit, set 25 years after the original. Now she's going to just talk about the film and try to sell me it. I don't want to be sold the film. But my thing is this. Uh, I guess to answer the question, uh, I guess it depends what's scary. We know what's intended to be scary, what's intended to be sinister. The clown is a sinister face. 
and um, guess you could, guess you could tone it down a bit. But what about people who really want to see it and they need their attention grabbed? And that's what advertising is about, grabbing attention. So, I mean, these kids got to man up. <laughs> but I'm only four. Yeah, man up. Hannah. Um, right, next question. Um, question to discuss next week. Influencing your shopping, voting, Brexit and US elections, your data is a profitable and powerful commodity. Should there be limits to which websites can sell your data and does anything go like depression websites? Jesus. Let's see. New. We analysed 136 popular web pages about mental health in France, Germany and the UK and found that websites share users' personal data with advertisers and other third parties. Some also link depression test results. Hmm. Does it, um... Is it one of those ones where, you know, they give you, like, the million-page agree to these terms thing as soon as you come in, you go, don't fuck it, I just want to see, you know, what Kim Kardashian really thinks about Kanye's new hair. Um... Anyway, home, your mental health for sale. Uh, look, at the end of the day, my thing is this. I've, I've sold out. You can have my data and you can use it how you fucking want. It's just it's just how it is. I know you're going to do it anyway. I can't bother to fight the system anymore. You know, as soon as they started making us sign in to our data being used, I just gave up. I was like, Do you know what? I accept all cookies. Just let me see this fucking website. I'm done. Just, just take them. Take the cookies. I'm not going to try to make it sound like it's so inoffensive. It's cookies. What well, cookies? Yeah, it's just your information, your data and stuff that we sell for profit. Cookies. Everyone likes cookies, right? So, no. Um, I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold out. They've got my information anyway. Can't stop it. I'd rather I didn't have to opt in. <laughs> Be honest. It's a lot. Um, right, let's see what's happening with Deer. Deirdre, what's happening? Uh, my mate wants to be... Okay. Um, actually, is there anything else I want to talk about this week? Anything? Nah, not that I could think of. Usually I get off the pod, I remember. But I can't think of anything else. I mean, again, the news. I keep on forgetting what's happening in the news. I come off the, come off the pod and I go, Ah, I should have spoke about that. Ah. But, no. Well, let's get into Dear Deirdre. Alright, Dear Deirdre, my mate wants to be friends with benefits, but I'm worried that he just that he's just using me for sex. Well, that's what a friend with benefits is. You're his friend, and he wants extra benefits. I mean, he's been pretending to be a friend for, like, a couple of years now. Let him get the ass. Um, right, okay, Dear Deirdre, I had sex with my best friend. A guy, even though he has a girlfriend. Oh, Jesus Christ. What a hot mess. Um, I think you'd like to keep on having sex, but my feelings are all over the place. We were friends at school from when we were 15, but grew up really close a couple of years. Or grew really close a couple of years ago. And I lost my job and my confidence. Just as I was hoping. Just as I was hopping. No, he's hoping. Oh, my God, I can't read. Need to get my shit to go before this gig. <laughs> we were friends at school. Uh, from when we were 15, but grew up really... Why do I keep saying grew up? Ha, huh. let's attempt to read for the third time. We were friends at school from 
when we were 15 but grew really close a couple of years ago and I lost my job and my confidence just as I was hoping to train for management roles. There you go. He was really supportive and encouraged me to go for my career. Dream to be a nurse. We're both 22 now and I'm starting my nursing degree this month. He has lots of problems with his girlfriend. I'd listen when he poured out his troubles. You make me want to leave the one I'm with. I start a new relationship with you. His word out. But he doesn't want to start a new relationship. He just wants to bang you. We were good for one another. I was thrilled when I heard he'd got a place to study. And I texted him to meet me to celebrate. We had loads to drink, then went clubbing. Um, I've only been clubbing with... Um, actually, no, I've been clubbing with a female friend before. Yeah, so I guess now I guess that's fine if you actually think you're friends, because yeah, nothing happened with us. We were actually mates, but now I've been clubbing on a fake friendship date thing and ended up getting off with the girl. So yeah, I mean, she... <sighs> yeah, we'll see. We were all over each other, and when when we were dancing, it just felt right that he came home with me and we had sex. Really lovely sex. Oh, loving sex. Sorry. Um... <laughs> Changes the context of everything. Lovely sex. Uh, but he has a girlfriend he's been with for nearly three years, so he couldn't stay the night. Um, he kissed me goodbye. Before he left, he said, you're amazing, the best. But he texted the next morning, asked me not to tell anyone, and saying he felt guilty because of his girlfriend. I didn't hear from him for a week. And after that, but then he texted me that we needed to talk. I bet over a bottle of wine. I bet. I bet he didn't talk sober. Let's see. We met in town. There you go. And he said he had always liked me loads, but didn't say anything for fear of rejection. I told him I haven't liked to. I told him I haven't liked to tell him about the feelings I have for him for the same reason. Ah, he kept referring back to our having sex and saying how brilliant and special it was. He said there was no reason we shouldn't do it again. Uh, yeah, he got a girlfriend, mate. But he didn't say anything about his girlfriend, such as that he might break up with her. I think he's hoping we could be friends with benefits. So I'm left feeling conflicted. I don't want to lose him as a friend because he has been so supportive, but I don't want to feel used for sex. When I care so deeply for him, what should I do? Um, ask him to leave his girlfriend? So basic. Like, you know what I mean? Really basic. Just say, look, dump your girlfriend. And, um, and then we, we can crack on. Until then, how about we just call off being mates? Because we're clearly not mates anymore. We've just expressed our feelings and we've done the sex. So, probably best just, uh, you know, call this off. I mean, I think it seems pretty easy to me. Right, sex excuses. I haven't had sex with my wife in six months because she keeps on making excuses. Every time I want to have sex, my wife has some excuse or other. We've not had sex for six months now. Jesus. What's the point? No, seriously, what's the point of you being married? Six months, unless they're going through some real, like, mental shit, like depression. Then, like, you have to stick with them. But even then, it's like, mm. <laughs> We've not had sex for six months now. I'm 28. Oh, you're still young. And she's 26. And we've not properly got on, got our sex life going 
Oh, ah, again, after our son was born. Ah, here it goes. He's 18 months old now. And I know that a toddler is hard work, but she makes no time for us. She has totally gone off having sex. <sighs> mate, you've just got to just tug him out, mate. And just bring, bring the wanks closer and closer to her. You start off in the bathroom with the volume, you know, with your headphones in. And just keep bringing them closer and closer until you're just watching porn in the bed, full sound, using her as support for your back. Now, like, as you're about to orgasm, just smash your hand across her face. Just, just, oh, just squeeze her face a bit. Remember, but the porn has to be on full volume. She has to know what you're watching. Now, when she's like, oh my God, Gary, are you watching porn? Now, when she you know, catches you, and you're just like, yeah, but don't stop, don't stop tugging, just look at it, yeah, we ain't had sex in six months, got a, got a burst, that's it, you go, you can join in if you want, I'll, I'll switch this right off, and she'll be like, no, you're disgusting, you're a pig, and you're like, all right, oink, oink, wank, wank, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right let's see this is what else is there ooh Jesus dear Deirdre I had seriously hot sex with my mother-in-law and now I'm questioning my marriage yeah I mean that's <laughs> that's that's a that's a thing to, to question all that, like, seriously hot sex. Because if it was just that, you know, kind of mild sex, marriage would be fine, but it was the seriously hot kind. I was at home with my mother-in-law when she appeared in some incredibly sexy underwear and I could not resist. We had seriously hot sex. She came to live with, with me and my wife after she broke up with her boyfriend and couldn't afford to stay in her home. Oh, God. She's 49, and I always saw her as, an attra- as attractive, but I had never seen her in a sexual way before. I've been married for seven years. My wife's 26, I'm 27, and we have a son of four. My wife and I booked a week away at a theme park last year, but at the last minute, I had to work, so she took our son on her own and left you in the house with a seriously hot mum. I got home early on Saturday and heard noise from upstairs. I went up, and my mother-in-law's bedroom was ajar. She was having sex with a younger man. They did not hear me, and I was so turned on, I could not stop watching. Wow. After that, I fantasised about her all the time. I would sneak a peek at her in her undies or in the shower whenever possible. Wow. Three months ago, my wife took our son to visit her brother. Um, I don't get on with him. Um, so I stayed at home with, with my mother-in-law for the weekend. Why, why, why didn't the mum go to visit her son? That's weird. I mean... you. You live with your mum and you're visiting your brother. Why wouldn't your mum go, I'm going to visit my son with you? Nope. She had plans. Jeez. Uh, we agreed to have a takeaway and a few drinks. Oh, God. On the Friday night, I got a bit tipsy and started flirting with her. Oh, God. I told her that I'd seen her with the younger man. Oh, God. It got very awkward and she went upstairs. Ten minutes later, she came back down. The door opened and she stood there in some very sexy lace underwear. She came over and started to kiss me. (sighs) 
I had the best sex of my life that night. <laughs> and we carried on all weekend. For the next week, we had the hottest affair ever. But then we agreed it was wrong and stopped. I am now torn. I love my wife. Yeah. But we are never intimate. Ah, uh, there you go. And sex for a mother was mind-blowing. Could we carry on without anyone getting hurt? <laughs> yeah, sure, mate. I mean, that's what you want to hear. Of course you can. You can keep on bagging your kid's grandma. Yeah, why not? Of course you can. You can keep on bagging your wife's mum. Yeah, of course you can. You can keep on banging that guy who you don't get on with. Yeah, you know your wife's brother. You can keep on banging his mum. Yeah, no problem. You know what I mean? Oh, dear. This, well, look at this. This is typical. I can't say typical. It's not typical. But this is some nonsense. Here, right, here it goes. Check this one. Foreplay, foreplay from my partner is awful. Right? Okay, fair enough. Why don't you tell him what to do? And I can't give directions because I've never pleasured myself before. Then shut your face. You deserve that many orgasms. Zero. If you've never pleasured yourself, how dare you demand someone else pleasure you? Get out. Get out. Get out. Nice. Get out of my face. Full play from my partner is awful. It's like he's poking a dead cat. I always go off sex. I always go off sex a few years into a relationship. It happens time and again. This is your fault. Learn to what you like. My ex was amazing in bed, especially at foreplay. But after two years, I lost interest. Okay. He was devastated because he felt I did not find him attractive, and we split up. Oh no. I've been with my present partner for 18 months. I am 32, he's 31, and we got on great outside the bedroom, but his foreplay is hopeless. I cannot give him any directions, as I've never pledged myself before, and I wouldn't know where to start. Then shut your face. But my advice would be, start with the vagina. Now, actually, you know what? Not even that. Start with the mind. I'll just tap my head for the podcast. Start with the mind. Work out what really turns you on. And um, then explore that. And then, you know, your hands will just gravitate to where you want to go. <laughs> I mean, I worked out when I was 13. A little, little woods catalogue. Is that a nipple I can see through that sheer bra on page 132? I mean, my hand is now in my underwear now I mean tug tug it, I've worked it out and that was me at 13 so as a woman of 32 I, I'm backing you to be able to work it out what you need to do alright okay uh, <clears throat> that's the end of the pod so as I've got this gig to go to I'm going to try and get some fish and chips I'm in Bournemouth from by the coast I come down there every time never done it also on Saturday, surprise party for my mate, going to an escape room, so that's going to be hilarious, he doesn't know that we're meeting up, his wife's organised it, it's very sweet of her, and then Sunday, driving up to Birmingham because I'm part of the Comedy X Factor, this is competition I won in 2017, I am judging, I'm on the judging panel and I think I also have to perform, so I mean, the pressure is on because if I'm not funny, and I have the audacity to judge these people. Oh, God. 
I've read two of the comics before. I've only seen one perform. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Look forward to it. Um, but that won't that won't influence me. I'm gonna have to play nice judge. Yeah, you know I mean, I've got to play the guy who feels lucky to be a judge. I can't be arsehole. So I'm gonna like everything. I'm gonna do the David Williams approach. Even if someone's shit on stage, I'm gonna be like, do you know what? I love your confidence. I love how you was unfazed by no one laughing. Like that is amazing. You can keep that confidence, that focus. Like, cause even when you knew the joke wasn't funny, you just carried on saying it, and I respect that. I'm, I'm gonna be the nice guy. That's me. Um, <laughs> I'll let, I'll let you know how it goes next week. And uh, yeah, there you go. No, oh, jeez, I've got something else major that happened this week. I bloody tried on my suit for the wedding. Tried it all on. It's tailor made, so it's got it's a few adjustments that need to be made. And um, I'll guess what. The bride to be doesn't like it. She's not keen on it. She's like, mm-hmm. I love that. That's what I love about weddings and dynamics in relationships. I don't even see her dress until day. And even if I think it's a hideous monstrosity, I'll have to say I love it. I doubt it will be. It'll be great. Um, but I won't have an opinion on it anyway, like a real opinion. You know what I mean? My opinion is who's in the dress, which is her. But the actual dress, don't care. Don't really care. It's going to be nice, isn't it? It's a wedding dress. Then, um, but my suit, I know she's struggling with not being able to actually have a real say on it. <laughs> she saw a picture and she's like, mm, I'm not really keen. They tried to say it was because I wasn't enthusiastic about it. And I was like, no, 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 no. You're not flipping this on me. All right. I came in from work. I had a long day, not even the shit, they're just long, they fucking tired, so how's your day, like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, I'm just tired, how's your suit, oh, okay. yeah, no, I'm happy with it, yeah, I'm happy with it, I'm just tired, mm, don't seem happy, no, I just gave you the reason why I'm talking like this, because I'm tired, nothing to do with the suit, is it, okay, well, like, you sure you like the suit, or something, yeah, I do, I'm just tired from my day, and, you know, I thought, let me just chill out, have something to eat, Alright, I'm feeling a bit better about myself. Okay. I'm feeling, I'm feeling alright. Do you want to see a picture of Sue? She's like, yeah, sure. Show her a picture. She's like, oh, can you help me get this blender down from... I was like, okay, I'm trying to show you this suit. Get the blender down. Okay, don't look at the suit now. I'm just making this cup of tea. Okay. Then, oh, let's see the suit. And, you know, I'll just flick the phone at her. And she's like, mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. So you don't seem too enthusiastic about it. Okay. Well, I was when I originally tried to show you it. Now to like run for a gauntlet to get your attention. I can't be asked. <laughs> but no, on the day, I'll be walking back straight, fresh trim as well. I'll be looking good. There's things, one of those ones that I know men will like the suit. She'll like the suit once she realised that other men and other women like the suit. This, but oh yeah, because we've done it before. We've done it before with my my suits. Clothing in general, no, that's her. But suits, she's seen it. She's like, hmm, not sure about that. Not sure about that jacket. It's a bit wild. Pull it on. She's like, okay, wow, that looks good. I know. I have an eye for these things, but she has conceded. She goes, do you know what? I hope you prove me wrong. I was like, I. Oh, 
Yeah, for your own sake, because you've got to ruin your own wedding by not liking my suit. <laughs> anyway, people, that's that's the end of the pod. I've got to get out of here. Freshen up for this gig. All right, see you later. Bye.